0: I grew up in Edmonton, and uh, they had, at the time when I was growing up, the best football team called the Edmonton Eskimos. And I was a teenager, uh, went to all the games, and my mom became friends with some of their wives, and so we hung out a lot, and I got to know them. We're friends with them, you know, had a, had uh, knew them all first-name basis. And in fact, one year I wore the running backs uniform for Halloween. I was, you know, 16, 17 years old, but I had always been madly in love with a couple of them because they were all really fabulous. One of them in particular, everybody was crazy about back in the 70s because he was very, very sexy and very, you know, manly and had it all going on. Growing up with three other sisters and a mother and a dad... My dad was not around very much, and when he was, he was extremely private. He had his own bathroom in the basement, and then all the rest of us shared the upstairs bathroom. Never heard my dad fart, never heard my dad burp, never heard or saw my dad naked, like nothing. The only thing that was masculine in our house was my dad's energy, you know? So my mom was the major force in our house. Even through high school, I still didn't really grab onto masculine slang. So as a young woman, when I started being out in the world, uh, I would hear certain things like nice rack or you have a nice rack. And in my mind, what it meant was that my bone structure was very nice and that my bones, the way that they were all lined up, like my shoulder blades and my spine, uh, was all very nicely put together. So as far as I knew, that's what nice rack meant, because whenever I'd heard that, whether it be about myself or to somebody else, I thought, oh, well, she does have very nice posture and and I stand up very straight and I'm, thank you. I would always say thank you when I heard that. But it wasn't until I was in my early 30s, I was working for a television production company In Vancouver, we were doing a 10-part series on the Canadian Football League. And uh, when we were deciding who was going to go to Edmonton to be a part of the team, well, they all said, well, Jillian has to go because she knows all those guys. She was in love with half of them too, so, you know, let's send her. They knew that I would be able to finesse, you know, maybe a better interview or, or something because I had connections with them. So they gleefully sent me on my way with a football helmet that was blank to have signatures on and with the crew to go and capture all these interviews. And they couldn't wait for me to get back because they wanted to see if I was A, successful in the interviews and then also in getting the helmet signed. Life is like Canadian football You can't really make any money
1: Whatever, just make sure you knock somebody down Make sure you protect your buddies.
0: I flew back to Vancouver after doing the interviews. I think we were away for two days. Came into the office with my luggage and the football helmet in the other hand and everybody raced to the front door oh how did it go how did it go there was probably eight guys my colleagues all there like how what's the footage like and oh man you got the helmet signed holy smokes look at all those signatures they were exuberantly happy about the fact that the helmet had lots of signatures on it but that's when they started teasing me about how it was that I actually got all of those signatures and at that point, one of the guys said, oh, yeah, I bet they were saying, hey, nice rack. And I stopped and I looked at him and I said, what? What the hell are you talking about? And, and he said, well, come on, you, you know, you must know. I said, what do you mean nice rack? What does my bone structure have to do with me being able to get a good interview? And then they all looked at me and one of them said, uh, nice rack means nice boobs. And a lifetime of incidents flashed through my mind.
1: What a rack, babe. What a rack. Mm, Boy, nice on that. (laughs) Wow, that's a good one. So here I
0: was, 32 years old, for the first time finding out that my boobs were actually a rack. Now I know. Whenever I hear that, I stick my chest out even further. (laughs) Now I know my boobs are a rack. And will continue to be so well into my 50s and 60s. <laughs> so, that is my story. I like it.
1: You just heard an international Minnesota of B-Stories brought to us by special Vancouver correspondent Suzanne Ahern.
0: But I'm a big man.
1: The songs you heard in the Minnesota, those were written by professional Canadian football players back in the 1970s. And if you're dying for more, you can find it at www.thescflsessions.ca.
0: Wish I could just play football, but in the off season, I work at
1: the mall. I sell shoes. You can find this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and check out bstories.com for audio, That's drawings, and always. other internet silliness. Don't worry, it's pretty safe for work. B-Stories, putting boobies in ears since 2015.
0: I'm a bad lover and I can't dance But you should see me down in a three point stands I'm a terrifying machine
1: Some of you know what I mean